Hi, my name is Vikram, and I'm your host for today's Alligator Zone podcast. Today on the podcast, we have Mr. Spencer Burley, co-founder at Rent the Backyard, a company which builds a small house in your backyard and rents it out. They help people that own homes make extra money and give other people a place to live. Now, on with the podcast. Thank you so much for being on this podcast. Hi, it's great to be here. So, in simple words, what problem are you working to solve and how? Yeah, so right now it's, it's really expensive to live in California. Uh, so that's, a, that's true for both people that own homes and people looking to rent homes. So what we do is we, we build a studio apartment in people's backyards and uh, help homeowners make extra money and give uh, renters more options and places to live at a more affordable price. That's an interesting concept. And we're really uh, excited by the idea of helping people use space that they don't use as much. I think uh, as a kid, I, I spent a whole lot of time in my backyard, but now as an adult, I, I don't go back there too much. So uh, being able to, to make a little bit of extra money from the space is going to help a lot of people. So you're kind of like Airbnb, except instead of using room that's already inside your house, you're building more outside. Yeah, so we take... Uh, uh, just like Airbnb uses kind of underutilized space, we help people uh, sort of improve that underutilized space by like building building something there and then do uh, do rent it out. Although we rent it out on a long term basis. Oh, that's cool. So, what skills did you use to start this company? I, I think there's a lot of skills that that went into this. It was like there's definitely identifying the problem, so thinking a lot about. Um, the context of like housing in the Bay Area, but also um, a lot of like technical skills and, and software and like, spreadsheet skills. Uh, so a whole sort of gamut of things ranging from like history and, and things like that to more financial and uh, like computer science ones. So how did you acquire these skills? Yeah, so these were largely through school and then kind of uh, independent learning as well. I, I was always a, a huge reader. So I, I spent a lot of time with books as a kid and learning about the world and uh, spending a lot of time uh, on the computer and, and reading all sorts of things like that. So I, I think that was that, and along with, uh, with school. So I, I studied a lot of history and economics along with like statistics and computer science as I got into college. Were you ever interested in uh, coding like outside of school, or was that something that you just picked up in, uh, in college? Yeah, so I used to go to these Lego robotics camps from probably the time that I was in, in first grade to, to sixth or seventh grade every single summer. And um, I started coding there, but uh, I kind of uh, decided I liked history for a while, and I spent a lot more time off the computer. And then when I went back to college, I, I took up coding more seriously and, and spent a lot of time both in and out of the classroom building uh, different projects. Like I ran a, a business where I sold all sorts of different things on Amazon and uh, did a lot of coding for that outside of the classroom. Oh, wow. So going back in time, what were your favorite subjects in your childhood? Yeah, so I think the places where I, I probably learned the most skills that I use on a day-to-day basis in like a, like a hard technical skill sense were the computer science classes. So I went to Carnegie Mellon where they, they really, really do computer science and teach it well. So I look back on, on some of the classes I took there and 
I think like those are the immediate like hard skills I learned. But the the subjects I enjoyed the most were always things like history and economics. And I I don't think that I I directly used my knowledge about like uh, like the Qing Dynasty or something like that on a day to day basis. But um, I definitely used the the frameworks that I developed in in thinking about the world each day and uh, how all these pieces uh, connect and things like that. What did you do for fun as a child? Did you have any hobbies? Yeah, so I grew up in uh, in southern New Hampshire, and southern New Hampshire is really great because it's 20 minutes from the beach, an hour and a half from the mountains. So I was a, a Boy Scout, and I sent, spent a lot of time outside, too. So almost every single weekend I was out hiking mountains with my, with my grandfather and uh, uh, sometimes going to the beach and riding my bicycle and all sorts of other things like that. I also spent a lot of time reading. That's cool. I I also like to read, and uh, I'm not so much of an outdoors person, but... <laughs> Are you more into nonfiction or fiction? I like fiction books. Nonfiction, I feel like I read that on my phone. So if I'm going to read yeah. like, an actual book, I'd rather go to another world, you know? Yeah, I'm the same way. I think when I when I pick up a paper book these days, it's mostly mostly a fiction book, and I read a whole lot of email newsletters and nonfiction things on my my phone and laptop all the time. Yeah. So, did you have any childhood heroes? Yeah, I guess I had a few. I always um uh, I grew up right around when like the iPhone. I remember when the first iPhone came out and things like that. So Steve Jobs was always kind of uh, high up in my mind. I don't know if I could point to any uh, real specific people. But um, I think I, I lived in a world where, uh, like, there were very sort of powerful, like, um, and um, great sort of female figures in my family, like my grandmother and my mother and even, like, my great-grandmother, who had a big impact on me as well, and kind of who taught me that I could kind of uh, um, make, make the world a, a little bit of a, a better place just by, uh, uh, through my own actions. So what kind of books, movies, maybe sports did you enjoy as a child? Yeah, I really liked the uh, a series of unfortunate events, uh, like a set of books. It's kind of this uh, this. Jo- I didn't when I read it as a kid. It was uh, it's kind of a series where people go and like all the adults are a, a little bit. Uh, they're not able to help these uh, these orphans who go around on these different adventures. And and to me, I, I think it was always kind of uh, oh wow, like it's just kind of like like my world a little bit. Like I. I can kind of go and do all these different things on my own. And uh, I think I didn't really realize that the genre was designed to be like what's called like absurdism <laughs> uh, because it's supposed to be kind of like a, uh, a little bit of a, like a playful take on the world. And uh, I've realized that now and that makes the books even more fun. Of course, I also like things like Harry Potter and Hunger Games and others like that. Uh, sports, I, I spent a lot of time like outside and, and bicycling. Yeah, I recently uh, watched the Hunger Games movies and read the books. Uh, they were really good. Yeah, I didn't really like the ending of the, the third book, but I, I really liked like Catching Fire and the, the first and second books. So. Yeah. So can you recall any specific incidents or people that resulted in turning points in your journey? Yeah, I, I think there have been a lot of these. So um, I had a, a mentor in high school, who was a, a former like economics professor who really helped me um, think about the world and uh, kind of what I wanted to get out of it, along with um, who taught me a, a lot about like economic systems and how kind of people's incentives and like how their uh, how they act kind of influences everything else. Um, for this business in 
particular, I'd always been really interested in housing, and I think housing has been like a big issue in the, the San Francisco Bay Area as well as in the rest of the country. And um, to, to start this business, we kind of had a light bulb moment when we heard about these, um, these new laws that made it much easier to build these backyard apartment things that we're building. So kind of a, a specific one in my personal life and a specific one for this business. Huh. What advice would you give to your younger self? Yeah, I think this is like kind of cliche, like a lot of people say it, but um, like everything kind of works out. So I, I think when I was when I was young, I kind of worried about like, what will I do for a job and what will I do for all sorts of other things? And I, I think I still don't have that much clarity in what like the next 5, 10, 20 years of my life look like. But um, I'm more confident that like I kind of have the skills and um, have a good framework about the world that'll be all right. And uh, I think as long as you're, uh, as you're kind of learning and you're getting better as a person each day and learning more and more that, uh, that everything will work out. So I'd, I'd encourage myself to just kind of read even more, keep doing even more projects. When I, when I was younger, I, I thought that I, I should start a blog, and then I never really, uh, I, did, I never really did. And I, I did when I was in college and got a lot out of that. So uh, I, I think I'd encourage my younger self to start a blog as well. Uh, I think this is the first time I've heard that on, a podcast, on this podcast. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> That's good. So, yeah, definitely, definitely important, I think. Okay, final question. In your view, how should school kids prepare for future careers in your industry? Yeah, so my, my industry is kind of weird, right, because it's the intersection of, like, real estate and construction and finance and technology. So it's really multidisciplinary. And I think that I wouldn't be able to, to work as well in this industry without having, like, just a really sort of almost random sort of experiences and, like, knowledge that kind of come together in a really harmonious way uh, that kind of really work well together. Um, so I, I think like having a, a strong base of things like history and economics and then like the hard skills and like computer science where you actually know how to like program and things like that is really helpful. Um, but I guess this, this leads into another piece of advice, which is like I studied history because I liked it, not because I thought it would help me with this industry. So kind of um, don't be afraid to, to learn things that you don't think will directly uh, like influence like the way you work as a software engineer or something like that. Okay. Well, thank you so much for being on this podcast. It was very inspiring and I learned, I definitely learned something today. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me and have a great day. You too.